Hi, and welcome back to the Faith-Based Workplace Show. I am your host, Nina Stiles. And here's where we focus on topics to help you develop and live a spirit-led life as a Christian in today's workplace. You've tuned in to episode 12, and this episode's topic is thankfulness, finding gratitude when work gets rough. All of our work, no matter what industry we're in, requires a certain level of attention in order to carry out our roles productively and effectively. And to do this, we have to maintain a level of appreciation for the work that we do. So then the question is, when our work conditions become hard to handle and we have to maintain this level of mental stability, as Christ followers, how do we find gratitude when work gets rough? There's no doubt that greater is he who lives in us than he who lives in the world. So how do we effectively deal with challenges and maintain your light within? Well, in this episode, we'll dive into types of oppositions and how to find gratitude when work gets rough. So let's get into it. So there comes a time in our careers when you will or you have or you're currently facing some type of opposition in the workplace. And when faced with oppositions, no matter what industry or role you play, the negative effect not only impacts the way that you perform, but the way that you now view the job itself. And see, there are variations in the way oppositions will show up. And they'll show up on different levels. So it's important to know how to handle them when they come about. And if you're currently going through an opposition or two and need spiritual insight on how to navigate your way through, I I hope this podcast will provide some clarity and insight on the reasoning behind each opposition. So let's look at the types of oppositions that we often face within the workplace, with the first one being setbacks and disappointments. So setbacks or and disappointments can happen when either you're overlooked for an advancement opportunity or maybe even perpetual disregard for the hard work that you do and you're not being recognized for it. Either way, you're left feeling disappointed, confused, and in most cases, ready to throw in the towel. But of course, we have to take a step back and regroup and reevaluate the best plan of action because we can't just always just throw in the towel, right? And being overlooked for opportunities that you have your heart set on will typically put a stain on the way that you aspire to accomplish the next goal. And it's unfortunate because if we allow the circumstance to negatively impact us where we no longer are aspiring or being ambitious enough to move forward and progress forward, then we can find ourselves in a stagnated position. So in those moments, 
when you're faced with an opposition such as setbacks or disappointments, regrouping and reevaluating is the best way to go. And then as you do that, it's important to pause and ask God, what is it that he's allowing you to experience and understand during that journey? There's times where we may want to throw in the towel because we're in that state of mind when we're relying on our own understanding, right? And as scripture tells us, trust in the Lord with all our heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Proverbs chapter three, verse five, right? So we know that. But unfortunately, if we allow the negativity from the disappointment and the setback to impact us in such a way where we have now folded and lose the opportunity to see what God is going to reveal to us and bless us with, even though the disappointments do occur, right? The setbacks do happen. God is still faithful. So he will still bless you with the desires of your heart. In those moments, we just have to pause and thank God in those moments, because you may not necessarily understand in that moment. You know that what he's doing, whatever it is he's doing, it's going to be good, right? And we know that Romans 8.28 says, and we know that God causes everything, everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. And then, you know, that's the part of the intimacy that we get to have with God. We can go to him and ask, okay, God, what is it that you are revealing to me in this moment? What is it that I need to see and understand? What is my takeaway in this journey? God could very well have you experience this journey, not for you to necessarily obtain what you are trying to reach, the goal that you're after, but more or less wanting to ignite something in you, wanting to ignite something within where you now have this desire to pursue more. And that's exciting because you know that God has placed a desire in your heart to not only achieve greater things because he's placed you in position to pursue something great, but he's got something even better, right? And so now you're in the frame of mind of, okay, what's next? So the thankfulness in the disappointment and setbacks is to thank God for igniting something within. Thank God for putting you in position to see what is possible because you know that he's a God who can do all things. Therefore, your next pursuit or the thing that he has your name assigned to, that will be yours. The only thing for you to do at this point is to continue to progress forward. Now, an even harder opposition to overcome is when you're faced with overt attacks, such as strife, feuding, and conflicts, conflicts that either take place directly against you or the behavior takes place around you. And these type of oppositions is where there's constant dissension surrounding you, creating an unhealthy environment. And that's where you you can be subject to adopt a toxic mindset without even realizing it. So of course, naturally, we think, 
how can we be in a state of gratitude when we're amongst toxic behavior, uh, feuding and, and conflicts? How can we find a level of gratitude in that type of workspace? So if we look at it from a standpoint and say and understand that it's not the toxicity and the conflict and the feuding that God would want you to be grateful for. No, in fact, the word of God says in Titus chapter three, verse nine, they must not slander anyone and must avoid quarreling. Instead, they should be gentle and show true humility to everyone. But it's more or less understanding what God is doing in you as you're surrounded by the toxicity and conflict. He could very well be showing you how he is developing your endurance, developing your patience during that time. And those are the very things, the endurance, the patience that you'll need in the next chapter where he's moving you towards, right? Because we know that God is a God of preparation. Even though It's hard to identify that type of work environment and be grateful for it. Understanding it's not so much the exterior that you are identifying and observing. Take a moment back and observe what God is doing in you in those moments. What is the shift and changing and transformation that he's doing within, within you as you're being exposed to a work environment such as that. He may be softening your heart and giving you a certain level or a deeper level of compassion for others, equipping you, as I mentioned, with more patience and steadfastness because he may not want you to be so quick to jump ship because the circumstances are unfavorable. The circumstances are uncomfortable. He may want you to develop a certain level of steadfastness because you're definitely going to need it when he blesses you with more, but you'll also require, be required to have a certain level of steadfastness in the next chapter, in your next journey where he's going to bless you even more. So the gratitude is not so much in the environment itself or grateful for the overt attacks. It's more or less the the gratitude and the gratefulness and the thankfulness of what he's doing within you as you're being exposed in such environments. Now, to sum up all of the oppositions that I mentioned, I want to give you ways to combat oppositions. And the first one is acknowledging the type of battle, right? Remembering, although The fight takes place in the natural. As followers of Christ, we war not against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers in the heavenly realms, right? And that tells us, that's the scripture that tells us this in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 12. And it states, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms, right? So keeping that in mind, we know that those things 
come into play when we are faced with opposition. So that's number one, acknowledging the type of battle. And then number two, ask God what he wants to reveal to you during this trial. You see, another thing that we as Christ followers have a natural tendency to do is to respond with a natural reaction before we take a moment to seek God and his will. And that should go along with asking him what it is that he wants to reveal to you during this trial. And remember to hold tight to the fact that God is still sovereign and in control. Therefore, the journey that you are taking that includes the oppositions is not in vain. And number three, trust the process and God's timing. James chapter one, verses two through four says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So God may very well be positioning you to humble you, just before you get to take part in this amazing blessing that he has planned and prepared for you. And then number four, reinterpret the opposition. You know, I, I, I'd like to reference the same scripture in James chapter one, verses two through four, because to those who are really maturing their spiritual walk and deepening their relationship with God, will often experience opposition. You know, we can reinterpret this as as an indication that you're on the right path. So this too ties into, right, Ephesians chapter six, knowing that the adversary wants to prevent your progress. So opposition can be viewed and even reinterpreted as evidence that you're on the right path. And you know when you're on the wrong path, right? The adversary doesn't intervene uh, in those moments. But when you're progressing and you're on the right path, then, of course, the opposition is inevitable. You're going to experience it. So count it as joy, right? And then finally, seek godly support. Someone or a group of people who would be able to give you spiritual-based encouragement. And those who understand your path and your walk and your heart's desires, and they'll go before the Lord and pray an intercessory prayer. And then also make sure that these group of people or the person that you go to offers godly counsel, right? That is scriptural-based, not something that you want to hear or even based on their prior experiences, because, you know, every person's walk is unique to them. So what God is doing or has done in someone else's life may not reflect the same results in your life. Well, I hope that this has been a Holy Spirit-filled journey for you, where you received a lot of food for thought. It has been a great journey for me to share spirit-filled insight uh, in this episode. Be sure to stay tuned for future episodes to come. I look forward to connecting with you in episode 13. 
Don't forget to share the Faith-Based Workplace show with others and let them know the podcast is available on all primary platforms. And finally, as always, be sure to receive your blessing for today and be a blessing to others. Thank you.